Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello everyone and welcome to The Bubbling Adventure, a podcast all about kids and how positive education and conscious parenting can impact their entire life as well as society. I am your host Julie and each Thursday we are having conversations with guests on different themes and our aim is to have open discussions, share different points of view and learn in a non-judgmental way. Today, Ramona tells us about her non-traditional co-parenting situation, living in a different state as her child. She gives us her best advice on overcoming mom guilt, how to involve the child in decisions when co-parenting, and how not to lose yourself in your children. As always, thank you so much for listening. I can see that many of you listen to the podcast without being subscribed. It helps more than you know, and there is a new episode every Thursday morning. The best way to support this podcast is to subscribe if you haven't already and write a review if you're listening from Apple Podcasts. Spotify also has a new feature where you can leave five stars. It literally takes two seconds, but it would be very helpful. But without further ado, let's begin. Cette chanson. Maman, papa, maman, papa. Hi, Ramona. How are you today? Hey, Julie. I'm doing very well. Thanks. How are you? Very good. Happy to have you on. Thank you for joining. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. I'm looking forward to this conversation. <laughs> me too. Could you please begin by introducing yourself to the audience? Absolutely. I am Ramona J. Smith. I'm most known for winning the 2018 World Championship of Public Speaking with an organization called Toastmasters International. I am an author. I love poetry. I am going to be married soon, not to my child's father, but married very soon. Thank you. And I live in Houston, Texas. 
I am the mother of a miraculous child named Ryan. He is nine years old and he lives with his dad in Cleveland, Ohio. Wow. Okay. A, a few things, <laughs> a few interesting bits. So yes, obviously, congratulations on your upcoming wedding. Great Thank news. You. And yes, so you don't live in the same state as your son. Could you please tell us a little bit how that works? What is your organization on that? Yes, that was probably one of the most unexpected things that has happened to me as a parent. And as I mentioned, in 2018, I won this big public speaking contest, and that opened up so many opportunities for me. And at the time, both my son and I were living in Houston, Texas. I had graduated from college and I moved down to Houston with my sister and her family to just get a re refreshing restart. And I, I was teaching. I was a teacher. So I had no idea I was going to win this contest. I was kind of competing to just sharpen my saw and brush up on my speaking mm -hmm. skills. But I, I ended up taking it all the way. And I started getting invitations from all over the world to come speak. The first invite I got was from Dubai. Dubai oh. is very far <laughs> from, <laughs> from Texas. So when I got that invitation, of course, I wanted to go. I had never been before. So I had to take my son to Cleveland. I had to fly him to Cleveland. And then from Cleveland, I had to fly to Dubai. And then I did Dubai and Oman and Qatar, as many countries as I could while I was there. Then I flew back to Cleveland, Ohio. And then we flew back to Houston. And mm -hmm. then I got an invite, I think, to speak in, was it, I think the next one was Kuwait. And so... Once again, I have to fly from Houston to Cleveland to Kuwait. And then I did Kuwait and Sri Lanka and India. And then I came back and then I was going to have to go to Brazil and Malay, not have to, but I had the pleasure of going mm -hmm. to Brazil and Malaysia and all these other countries. And so my son's father said, look, it's just easier if you leave him with me, he's going to be fine. I'll put him in the school where I teach. I'll be his, I, I teach basketball there. So I'll be his basketball coach. I have a house. We'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I was traveling so much that I, I agreed to it. But he has an amazing father. You know, the, in, in our case is, is very unique because his father and I are not together, but we still get along. We mm -hmm. still are on the same page as far as how we want to raise our son. We both believe in having both parents as active as they can possibly be. He's in a, a new stable relationship. They actually just had a, a kid. So my son is now a big brother. So it's oh. a stable situation. It, it, you know, it's not like I threw him off with his dad and his dad is like on drugs or mentally unstable. No. Like his dad is a college grad. His dad played uh, semi-professional basketball all over the world. So he understands, you know, I have somebody who actually understands what mm -hmm. I'm doing and what I'm going through. So it was, it was tough. Because as a, as a mom, you know, the, the mother is supposed to be with the child. And my son was six at the time. So he was yeah. still kind of young. So it was, it, was, it was the mommy guilt from society. Because ultimately, I knew that I wanted to travel. Like, I want to go to these places. And if I say no, I'll never get this opportunity again. Because once you win the contest, you can never do it again. And so I wanted to experience those things. And I know that by experiencing these things, I'm actually giving my son something to look forward to. And I'm, I'm showing him like, if mommy can do it, you can do it. And sharing these experiences mm -hmm. 
experiences with him from all over the world to broaden his horizons. But society says, no, the mom is supposed to be with the kid. If you don't be with your child, your young child, 24 seven, you're a bad mother. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yes. Yes. No, it's true. There's a lot of pressure on, on, especially on, on women, right? Because as you said, it's, you know, I don't really hear that much on dads. Maybe exactly. more the last few years, but not nearly as much as uh, mothers hear it. And then there's mom guilt. And even, for example, on on social media, actually, a lot of people, for example, even that I follow are a bit shocked. For example, you know, they have had a baby a few months ago. They go out with friends and people are like, why are you with your baby? It's like, come on, it's a night out. Like, exactly you know right. it's not it's not like the next day and even if it was you know it's like <laughs> it's her choice <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of judgments so yeah it can be hard to navigate and so how how did you go about and have the conversation with your kid at that point when he was six years old how you know was the was the decision made together I assume or Yes. Well, I've always, well, first and foremost, my son has always had a great relationship with his father. His -hmm. father was never absent or his father has been there for his child. He's just not my husband or he's not my mate or my spouse or anything like that, but he's always been a phenomenal dad. I mean, from, Mm -hmm. from throughout the whole process, because we broke up when my son was, I think maybe five or six weeks. So he's always Mm. been there. He's always been around. Even when I moved in with my godparents after he and I broke up, he was over there just about every day because he worked right around the corner. So he's always had a very strong relationship with um, his his son. And my son is Ryan. So I refer to him as Ryan now, Mm -hmm. but he's always had a strong relationship with, with Ryan. And he would spend every weekend with his dad and every holiday with his father. So they had a strong bond. And when I told him, I said, son, I'm going to travel. And are you okay with staying with your dad? He said, yeah, of course. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to miss you. But I, yeah, I want to stay with my dad because they play basketball together. They, Mm -hmm. his dad has a really big family and, you know, it was just me and Ryan. Ultimately, it was just he and I, and there's nothing wrong with that, but Mm -hmm. it is much more fun to actually be active and to have your grandparents and your aunts and uncles around you. So by them already having a great relationship and by Ryan and I having a great relationship, if he would have said no, that would have been a different issue. But since he said, yes, of course, yeah, I want to spend some time with my dad. It was, it was great. So it was a yes on all three sides. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing that you, you know, have this relationship because it's not always the case, especially when co-parenting, sometimes obviously the ego gets on the way, or as you said, you know, you guys split, but it's not, like, you know, it's not like a big conflict because when it takes a long time or something, some like some things are sad and so on. And so it can get quite messy. So I guess it's it's good that you all are on the same page. It's amazing. Happy to to hear that. And so now how works the co-parenting today? How, you know, often do you visit or does he visit? And how, you know, how do you stay involved obviously in your son's life because that's very important as you mentioned before absolutely I wanted to touch on something that you uh, talked about when you just said that the emotional side and it wasn't dramatic so Mm -hmm. I did move to Houston initially to get away from his dad 
And I think I, I just wanted to clear that up. So I moved to Houston when okay. Ryan was five, I think. Ryan was five. What year was that? It was 2017. Yes, Ryan had just turned five. So I didn't, when, he, when his father and I broke up, it wasn't like, okay, I'm going to Houston and I'm taking your son yeah. with me. <laughs> it wasn't that. And, mm-hmm. and so I just wanted to clear that up. So of that's course. another reason why it's not dramatic because I never took his son away from him. Of course he was upset when we moved, but I had to, you're not my husband and I have to do what I feel like is best for me and my child. And so I communicated mm-hmm. with him when I first made the decision. So I, I'm going to say this, cause this is kind of going to be the foundation of healthy, long distance, non-traditional co-parenting. It's just communication, healthy communication. And what I mean by communication is telling each other what's going on in the other person's life with respect to the child. So of course I don't have to tell his father who I'm dating or what I'm going through in my personal life. But Mm -hmm. if I'm moving to Houston, he needs to know, he needs to know. So how do I keep the lines of communication open with Ryan? First and foremost, I call him and I text him every day. He has a cell phone. Now, a Mm -hmm. lot of people may say, why is he nine? And he has a phone. He has to have one. Of course. Because I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to have to call his dad to be able to talk to my child. And so he has a cell phone. So I make sure I call or text uh, or Google Duo is really big for us. We do a lot of Google Duo so we can see each other and look into each other's eyes and just mm-hmm. we connect through that. So constant communication. I don't go months and weeks without talking to my child. Now I'm, 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 I'm headed to a basic training cause I'm going to do some military training. So I won't be able to speak with him often, but I told him that I don't just up and disappear and, and leave him in the dark. I'm constantly in communication with my child and I'm honest with him. The mm-hmm. other day I was feeling some mommy guilt and I said, son, I never wanted it to be like this. I didn't know that all this travel was going to happen. And I, I never want you to feel like I abandoned you or that you hate me. He's like, mom, I don't hate you. I, I know why you're gone. I know why you're away. It's okay. Like I miss you and I want to see you, but of course I don't hate you. Mm-hmm. So just keeping constant communication with him every day. And mm-hmm. even with his dad, like I don't have to text or call him every day, but my son is nine still. So I need to get a, an adult perspective. Hey, how is he emotionally? How is he doing at school? Does he need anything? Is there anything that I can do to help? Can I support you in any type of way? Mm-hmm. So knowing that respecting the fact that he has this child plus his other child, plus her children, you know, 24 seven, I don't have to pick him up from school every day. I don't have to drop him off. I'm not there when he gets a stomach ache. I'm not there when, you know, he has a bad day or, or things like that. So just trying to be as supportive as I can from 2000 miles away with constant communication with both he and his father. Yes, very important for sure. And yeah, it's good that you're able to contact your son obviously on his cell phone because obviously that would probably put also a lot of pressure on on his dad if you were constantly texting (laughs) Um, (laughs) he's in a whole new relationship so that would be inappropriate I think (laughs) exactly exactly and also it's like the you know the sort of gatekeeper type of situation so yeah if like his phone is always with this kid and so on um 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. But has it been harder during COVID with, you know, travel restrictions or is it, I don't know how it worked in the U.S. at that time? Um, it wasn't too bad because, the, okay, the last time I saw, my ultimate goal is for my, to, to see Ryan once a month. That's mm -hmm. my ultimate goal. But the travel does get a little bit expensive. I have to get lodging. I have to get a hotel. I have to get a rental car, plus all the stuff he wants to do, plus feeding the kid, feeding myself, feeding the kid, feeding my son and feeding myself. <laughs> you know, it, it gets to be a little bit expensive. But during COVID, I didn't go see him much just because it was it was just an uncertain times and nobody mm -hmm. wants to get sick and things like that. So I visited him. The last time I visited him was November of 2021. That's the last time I went up there and saw him. And then before that, I want to say it may have been April of mm -hmm. 2021. And then before that, I think it was. Yeah, I visited three times last year and then. The year before that, I think I visited three or four times. And so I won't be able to visit much this year, but I'll be able to go back and see him in September. But yeah, during COVID, I, di I didn't go up there much. I didn't, I didn't visit 
I don't, I'm trying to remember in 2020 how often it wasn't, it wasn't very often, but my yeah. ultimate goal is to, to get up there once a month to be able to just spend some time with them and, and see them and talk to them. Yes, that makes sense. So now you mentioned you're joining the army, uh, air force, the air force. Okay. Yes. So that's a big challenge, right? It's uh, it's something big for your, like it's gonna have an impact on your on your life. You mentioned that you weren't going to be able to speak to him as much. Well, what I'm gonna do the what's called the reserve. So I don't have mm -hmm. to I don't have to be away from home a whole lot. So it's not gonna be too too different than my everyday life now. So I don't have to be away from I don't have to move out of state or anything like that. But during basic training, I will not have access to my cell phone because I'm, I'm training, mm -hmm. I'm working out, I'm learning, but I've told Ryan that already. So yeah. he's not going to be shocked. He's not going to be like, Oh my God, I haven't heard from my mom in three weeks. What's going on? No, I told him, son, look, I'll probably be able to text you or call you maybe once, twice or three times, but here's this app. You can write me, you can uh, send me messages on duo. I won't be able to see them, but I will be able to see them when I come back. So he knows. So he's, prepared as prepared yeah. as he can be but that's it's just communication now if I was mm -hmm. to just up and go and he had no idea then I feel like that would be more stressful and and that would be yeah. a little harder on him but he's talked to the recruiter because when I told him I was going initially he was like you have to go to war I'm like no son no I don't have to go to war here talk to the recruiter get a better idea about what's going on. So I just keep him in the loop. Mm -hmm. I don't treat him like he's some little kid who doesn't understand anything. Like you are nine years old, you're learning algebra. <laughs> you can yeah. understand the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this or this or this. So this is why the communication will be a little off right now. So I really just keep my son in the loop of, of everything that's going on so that he knows that even though I'm not with you every day, you're still a part of my life. For sure. Uh, you, you mentioned that your goal is to ultimately be able to visit once a month. And yes. then what about like the foreseeable future? Like in the, the next few years, do you think uh, Ryan is still going to live in Colorado or, you know, how, how do you see the, the future? I guess it's also up to him if he, if he wants to move, of course. But Well, we, we've never been to Colorado. He's in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm sorry, Cleveland. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! I want to go to Colorado. When I said it, when I said it, I was like, "Is it Colorado?" You know, it sounds a bit. <laughs> sorry. No, Cleveland, I want to go. I... We yeah. will go one day, but um, I think that the track that he and his father are on right now, I think, is more beneficial in Cleveland just because he's playing basketball. He's been at the same school for three years. They have a routine. I think his father has some plans as far as where he wants him to go to middle school and then high school to continue his basketball career. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sports mom. Like I watch my son play, but that's mm -hmm. not my, my deal. But you know, his dad is very passionate about basketball. His father is the coach. His father is the one who played. And so I feel like that bond and what they're establishing now is more solidified while he's with mm -hmm. his father now if for some reason you know his dad is like all right well look uh, I just need him to be in Houston for a little bit that's fine with me I, yeah. I, I don't mind but I don't want to uproot him from what's working right now because right now he's I mean 
when he was with me, he was getting straight A's too, but he's still getting straight A's. He was just a citizen of the month. Their basketball team just won the last two games. He's with his little sister every single day. It's working. It is mm. working. It's, it's proven that he's still thriving. So I don't, I don't see any changes in the near future, but if something was to change, we'll just pivot, we'll adapt and he'll be fine either way. That's amazing. It's good to hear for sure. It's nice that, yeah, that he's successful in everything that he, he does. It's, it's very nice. Is there any advice that you would like to share maybe with parents who are in also, you know, non-traditional parenting organization or? For sure. The first thing is don't let anyone define parenting for you or what the perfect parenting situation would be, because that's when you start to deal with a lot of feelings of guilt and doubt and panic and stress and anxiety. Like, I just want the best life for my kids and I don't know what to do because I want to travel or because I do want to finish school or, you know, you have all these goals and they don't stop just because you have children. Now, a lot of women put them on the back burner and a lot of women, they, they leave their dreams behind and, pursuit of this beautiful, happy, perfect parenting situation. And that's fine. But for the women who are future moms and, and you're like, well, I got all this going on and I want to do this, 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 this and that, but I don't know how I'll be able to do it. And some women don't even want to be married. Some women just want to have a child and, and just be a mom. I feel mm -hmm. like don't let anyone else define parenting for you. Whatever parenting looks like for you, as long as, in, as it's in the best interest of yourself and the child and it's healthy and it's positive, not perfect, but you're, you, you know that it's a, it's a blooming situation, then you have to do what works best for you. And I also want to talk about self-care. Mm -hmm. You have to make sure you're taking care of yourself and you're not losing yourself in your child because I did that. Mm -hmm. I put everything into my son initially I mean and, and I was nursing too so I'm like I'm nursing and I just want I just oh I mean I was obsessed with my son <laughs> and yeah. then when he was <laughs> no I was seriously obsessed with my child like I didn't even want to go around the corner because I just wanted to be with him all the time mm -hmm. and then what happened was when he was two he got sick he got diagnosed with brain cancer oh. and yeah he got diagnosed with brain cancer And it almost drove me crazy to see my two-year-old son at the time go through three very invasive brain surgeries. You're talking about of craniotomies course. where they have to crack open his skull. Three times they had to do this, dig in his brain and get this tumor out. And I'm sorry to be so vulgar and so graphic, but no, this, no, is, no. This, is, this is my truth. And then- And it must be very traumatic to, to see as a, as a mother. Absolutely. Especially when I was obsessed with this kid. And now I have mm -hmm. to be away from him and, and trust these strangers with him. And then he had to go through uh, radiation. He had to do 30 treatments of radiation. And then his hair started to fall out in the back. And it just, I almost lost my mind. I almost lost my mind. And I feel like for me, it's easier for me to let him go now because I had to put myself in a position to say, this is Ryan's life. And I can't lose my life because I, I, I'm, I'm so overprotective of, of my Ryan. And so going through that experience, it made me realize like, yes, this is my son. Yes, I carry him for nine months, but ultimately he's his own person. And one day mm -hmm. he's going to have to live his own life. So I still have to take care of myself 
in the process. So don't lose who you are in parenting. Don't let motherhood or the title of mother become 100% of who you are. Like I liked how you said about the mom who still goes out. Still go out if you have someone you can trust with your child. Still Mm -hmm. do the things that you like to do. Still have date night with your husband if you're going to be married. Still do those things to... To, be, to, to stay connected with yourself and don't lose yourself and your children. Yeah, that's an amazing advice. And it's true, like it made me think of some families or some parents that sometimes feel so lonely when the kids leave the house, you know, when they're about like 18 or, or like around that age. And they some people really experience this emptiness like what am I doing now and it's true that if you put all your hobbies all your you know personality traits on the side to take care of your kids then what's next after you have to relearn what you like to do exactly so don't <laughs> lose yourself and your kids still, still I'm not saying neglect them or abandon them of course I'm not of saying that not. for the people who are extreme I'm just saying, <laughs> if you have people that you trust, family members that you trust, friends that you trust, babysitting services that you trust, then it's okay to take an hour to go get your nails done, or it's okay to take an hour and go for a nature walk, or go get a massage, or go on a date, or something where you can just whew, relax and reconnect with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be your own person. <laughs> yes. That's very important. Yeah, thank you for, for sharing this, this advice. It's, uh, it's very important for sure. Um, so is there anyone, whether you know them personally or not, that you think is interesting, whether because they had a great upbringing or, you know, interesting views on, on parenting? Yes, I have a cousin who is out of Phoenix, Arizona, and she taught me a lot about parenting. She's the reason why I chose to breastfeed my son because I saw her nurse her daughter and a lot of the parenting techniques and strategies she did with her daughter, I implemented those into my parenting style with with my son from reading to him to making sure I'm giving him healthy foods and things like that. So her name is Stacy Allen and I would definitely recommend her to speak to you about some things because she has two children I only have uh, one and by the way Ryan has been cancer-free for seven years so yay um but uh (laughs) she has two she has a girl and a boy so she can give you kind of maybe what are the differences between raising Mm -hmm. a girl and raising a boy and things like that yes that's great that you had someone you know to support you and and help you on your journey and figure out what you want to do what you don't want to do and you know at least someone you can ask questions too that is going to be honest I think it's really yes. valuable um, because obviously that's one of the reasons why I, I do the podcast as well is that personally for a long time I would ask people you know oh you know how was it to have a kid and they say best day of my life in some cases it's true great but it doesn't really prepare you for what's after <laughs> mm-hmm. or you know there, there's a lot more to know and I think it's uh, it's good to at least be prepared and know because some complications also can happen and it's just you know if you're aware of it then you feel less lonely than if you've never heard of it and it happens to you I felt so I yeah. agree amazing well thank you so much for sharing all of that Ramona it was very interesting 
and I wish you and Ryan all the best. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to share if you think it might be helpful to someone you know. If you enjoyed this episode, then please make sure to write a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and subscribe if you haven't already. That's it for me. See you soon with the next episode. And in the meantime, have a lovely day. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.